Welcome to the Fighting for Joy podcast. I'm your host, Jody Blick. And today, even though season two is just getting started, I am really happy to have my first return guest on the podcast, my sweet friend, Laura Rui. Laura was one of your favorite guests last season, so I was over the top excited when she reached out to me saying that she had a new perspective that she wanted to share. And it fits in with the theme perfectly because Laura wants to share some practical tools that have brought her tremendous help this past year, namely medication and therapy. These two things have helped her to make beautiful progress in her continued fight for joy. Depression is something that many people struggle with, so I think a lot of you will resonate with what she shares in our conversation today. Thank you for listening, and here's our conversation. Hi, Laura. Hi. I'm so happy you're back on the podcast. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, well, the conversation that we had um, together on season one really resonated with Mm -hmm. my listeners, and I don't know if you know this or not, but it continues to be one of the most downloaded episodes. Um, so mm-hmm. thanks for being willing to do this again, and I'm grateful that people get to hear more from you. Well, it's been exciting to see even the changes. I think we did this six or eight months ago. Yeah, yeah. And what what the Lord has done, and so I was like, I this is a beautiful platform to be able to share. So thank you for letting me come back. Yes. Well, you already kind of introduced yourself when you were on season one. You shared about fighting for joy through mm-hmm. adoption, and those of you who may not have listened to that episode, it's episode number eight. So definitely go check that out. But um, yeah, like Laura said, it's been months since we mm-hmm. did this together, and so. Um, Maybe instead of introducing yourself again, why don't you just use um, maybe some words or phrases to describe yourself? Yes. So uh, I am a mom, an adoptive mom of two boys, and I am a wife and a friend and a daughter and a sister. Um, now I'm a farmer's wife, so that's <laughs> something new. Yeah. Um, I am a thyroid cancer survivor and... Um, and now I see that I had lived with depression for so many years on and off. And so now um, on the other side of it. So those are some things to describe mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Well, and as we get started, too, with you being a return guest, just know that I'm totally fine if some of what you share overlaps with mm-hmm. our first conversation, because you did touch on a few of these areas um, in our first conversation. But I just want to ask you more about some of them today. So my first question revolves around where you're tempted to fall into despair and other words, like how specifically have you had to fight for joy these last couple of years? I think with the grief of bringing in older children, um, both of our boys were four and then four and a half when they came into our home, mm-hmm. we lost so much time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just talking to a friend this morning, actually, and something she shared, the thing that you don't expect about parenting is the grief that you will take from your children. The pain that Mm. your children have, you will take their pain on. Mm -hmm. And there has been so many times where I've seen my boys struggle through something Mm. and it, it appears to, and I don't know this because I don't know their pain, but it appears to hurt me even more Mm. um, because I want to take their pain on. Um, and it, it can lead me to, dis- it had led me to despair at times, absolutely. And feeling so isolated or the, uh, like I said before, the illusion of isolation mm-hmm. in that, that mm-hmm. no one understands mm-hmm. what my children are going through, what I'm going through in the day to day with 
surgeries and doctor's appointments and the learning new languages and teaching these children that they are loved, that Mm -hmm. I want to hold them, that I want to take care of them. Um, And doing that while saying, okay, let's have our marriage be great and let's (laughs) serve in the community and let's serve in the church and let me be a supportive wife who's taking on a whole new farming project and also let me be super mom in this and have a clean house and trying to add all of the responsibilities onto that. Um, Mm. And so, and putting those pressures on myself, I would say those would lead me to areas of um, despair because I said, God, I know that these promises are true, but yet I'm not feeling them. I'm not believing them, but I should. So I think some of those areas of um, I should feel this way. I should think this way. I should. Mm-hmm. They would lead me down even a darker area of despair. Mm-hmm. So what did that look like for you? Was that something where you were just recognizing in yourself, boy, things are not quite right? Mm-hmm. Or was it your husband? Was it friends? Was it just how did you kind of discover that maybe you're falling into a level of despair that might need some help? Yes. So I would say this last winter was the darkest season. I now looking back, so I can see that I had had seasons of depression um, all through my adult life. And mm-hmm. really, um, yes, circumstances, having thyroid cancer, thyroid affects everything in your mm-hmm. bodies. But really, this winter, it was when I wasn't, I was absolutely not think, not sleeping, absolutely just thinking thoughts that I thought, how could I even be thinking this? Mm-hmm. To the point where it was like, well... I'm everyone here is better off without me and Mm. the only reason I would say no that's not true is because I didn't want to make my children orphans again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that that was a place where it was finally like okay yeah Yeah. like I I need help and and so and I'll let you probably ask a question of like then where did help you know help but that was a time where it was like if I'm not sleeping and I Mm -hmm. and I want to believe these truths and I'm thinking well do I even know Jesus if I'm not believing these truths do I you know I I would never say Mm -hmm. the thoughts that I was thinking to myself to anyone else Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was a fight at night with my mind Mm. And it was a fight just to keep taking the next step throughout the day. And I could, I had good days in there. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I had good days where I didn't feel quite that um, despairing or Mm -hmm. depressed. But then overall, it was uh, definitely more days than not. Mm -hmm. Do you think people around you noticed that too? Or was it more of an internal battle? Oh, yes. I would say my husband Mm -hmm. definitely noticed and even my children. um, Mm -hmm. But and I would say yes, friends. I I, I can say that now absolutely because as I finally went and sought help with therapy and different and we'll talk more about that Mm -hmm. and medication then, I mean, I had some friends who'd really known me only through all of our seasons mm. of adoption mm. who were like, wow, I think I'm seeing the real Laura. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, yes, you are. Or yeah. a friends who knew me like also pre-adoptions and said, I, this is, this is the friend that I met. Wow. This, wow. this is the Laura that I knew yeah. so many years ago yeah. and kind of within just a few months of medication and to, and to be like, okay, this is, yeah. this, we can see this difference. Yeah. Um, oh, that's really, that's really hopeful, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to just already to have testimony like that. But thank you for sharing all that, Laura, because it is, I think, you know, it's more common than we assume because it's just not talked about 
enough. And so again, I'm just super grateful for your courage and for your willingness to have this conversation, especially as a Christian, because I mean, there's Mm -hmm. just weird messaging, whether it's intentional or not. Right. Um, that if we have faith and we love the Lord, we just we shouldn't struggle with depression or anxiety right. or fear or loneliness or, you know, even in some of the messaging that surrounded grief, um, mm-hmm. you know, that a strong believer shouldn't hurt as much or grieve as deeply because of their faith or hope in Christ. But mm-hmm. um, I think you and I can both attest to the fact that it's just not true. And even right. as a strong believer, we will struggle. And this is mm-hmm. the normal Christian experience and we see it all over scripture you know in the in the lives of the giants of the faith who've gone before us I mean Mm -hmm. um, the ebbs and flows the ups and downs of life are very normal we just haven't gotten talking about it so normalized yet so yes well I know each person is really different in how they struggle or what things help but for you as you've struggled with depression or despair um, what are some specific tools um, that you have found have helped your fight for joy in the midst of it Well, I definitely, I started with therapy and that was wonderful to go to a place to just tell her. And I had to say, when I come in here as the people pleaser in me, as the helper, as the Enneagram too, Uh I want everyone to like me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just my personality. So I said, I don't even want to tell you the things I'm thinking because I want you to like me, but uh, that's why I'm saying this. I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking. And it took a long time to really be able to develop that relationship with my counselor where she said, okay, Laura, I see how God is working in you, but I also see that there's some physical things going on. Mm -hmm. I just think you should maybe just talk to your doctor, Mm. um, your MD about maybe medication too, because in 2017, there was 11 million U.S. adults who are 18 or older who have had at least one major depressive order wow episode and so and it's just a mood disorder Mm -hmm. that causes you all those symptoms that you how you feel think handle daily activities sleeping eating or working my husband finally said laura if you had a broken arm Mm -hmm. i would want you absolutely to talk to the doctor Mm -hmm. to have it fixed, to not have you be in pain Mm -hmm. because my mind was in pain Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to the point where it'd say, in my thoughts, it would say, Laura, you don't deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. Laura, Mm -hmm. you should just die. I mean, I had those thoughts Mm -hmm. and depression can come with not even those extreme thoughts Mm -hmm. because I believe until this last depressive episode that I had I had other depression episodes Mm -hmm. depressive episodes but this one Mm -hmm. was where it was okay wow this is this is what my mind is doing and now I need help so once I talked to my doctor it wasn't easy Mm -hmm. at all the Mm -hmm. first the first month of side effects I said I don't know if this is worth it Mm -hmm. um also I knew very few people who had ever done it only one of my dear friends and I was like well yes but you've walked through so much in the last year and you just had a baby so it makes sense like you should do it and because she had had encouraged me to talk to my doctor and I said no but yours makes sense mine doesn't Mm -hmm. that is not how depression works depression is a bully Mm -hmm. and it is not a part of who we are Mm -hmm. It is just like if you had a broken arm, you'd get it fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's a mental disorder, but it is not something we can control. Mm-hmm. Therefore, um, 
when I was going into it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a quick fix of medication by mm-hmm. any mean. But after a few m- months is when that tool became extremely useful. Mm-hmm. It took time. It took open and honest communication with my doctor, still being in counseling. Um, so those were two of the the biggest tools that I have seen extreme change from. Mm-hmm. There's so many little things, like I had said in, in our first episode together, that make all the difference in the day-to-day leading up. Um, being in the Psalms, seeing mm-hmm. how within Scripture people um like david just cried out Mm -hmm. and yet praised the lord Mm -hmm. you need to be within the word you need to be in community even when it's hard Mm -hmm. i would have rather so much stayed home on Mm -hmm. church days Mm -hmm. um thankfully i have a husband who pushed in you know we went and we we still had people within our home and we said we need we need people Mm -hmm. we need community we need god's word um simple things like a gratitude journal where we Mm -hmm. just at every meal once a day or or all the meals we sit down and just write down the things we're thankful for those and having music playing reminding Mm -hmm. us so those are a lot of some of the little tools that have been so helpful Mm -hmm. but I think being able to just be honest with how you're feeling and say I do not have to have shame Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I love that that you mentioned a few things that you're pairing with it because you're right. It isn't just a formula. It isn't just Mm -hmm. do this or do this. I mean, there's a lot of other things that go along with um, therapy and medication. Um, A quick question just about finding a counselor. Was that a difficult journey for you? Did you have one recommended? I think that's a question I get Mm -hmm. a lot from people Mm -hmm. is how do I even start trying to find a counselor? Yes, I had a um, place recommended and then I just went through and kind of read the bios and made sure my insurance covered it. And then um, I know a lot of people might not work for the their first time. My this this specific counselor, because I've been to other ones before, um, I we hit it off right away. Hmm. So I would like to be her when I'm older. <laughs> I was That's like, awesome. you I was like, be. now I want to go to school. <laughs> I want to be you. Yes. Um. So. But it takes time. Sometimes you have to realize, I am going to switch. And Mm -hmm. I've had friends who've done that. And I said, way to go. Mm -hmm. Like, find someone you're comfortable with. Um, Find a recommendation locally. And then from beyond that, see what, you know, your insurance covers or things like that. But Or talk to your church. Some churches are able to help find you resources. Mm -hmm. And that's so useful Mm -hmm. and helpful. Yeah. And then about the medications, too, I think the unknowns of all of that can be really daunting Mm. for people. I think that can be a hindrance to just think, um, you know, this is a life sentence to medication or like Mm. you said, the shame of it all or, you know, the side effects. It's daunting, even Mm -hmm. though medication has come a long way. Mm -hmm. um, Did it take you um, like a while to get into a rhythm with all of that? Did you have to kind of explore different things? And then what Mm -hmm. helped you to keep pressing on when you were experiencing these side effects where you get encouraging me encouragement from other people where you just hmm. like if well I gotta try something I mean what what I've been right. doing hasn't been helping so just kind of what did the process look like for you in regards to hmm. persevering through the hard side effects yes so I mean really even actually before medication I should back up we I tried complete diet change drinking celery juice every morning which I still do and I think helps for sleep because I mm-hmm. thought okay if I'm not getting sleep that's probably what's causing all this mind stuff and yeah. and then I was starting to get some sleep but even still 
it was so hard that then that's when I went on medication through um, my MD. And pressing on was saying, I am being brave by taking this pill Mm -hmm. each day. And there mm-hmm. are still mm-hmm. days where I'm like, man, I wish I didn't have this dependence. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. and I've always had not, or since thyroid cancer, I have to take a thyroid pill every morning anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, in order for me to l- just be level-headed through the day, it, to function well yeah. in yeah. any sort of capacity, if I'm going to love my family today, mm-hmm. it is that means taking this pill. Yeah. And does that make it who I am? No. Mm-hmm. Right. Because God says, Laura, you are my beautiful daughter in Christ. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is who you are. You are not defined by this. But I will tell you that you are also not alone in this. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. something I felt because I had known no one. And so when I started feeling better and starting telling others, like, okay, I'm feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't believe the amount of people Hmm. who said, oh, I've done that, or Mm -hmm. I had a season where I needed that. So Mm -hmm. whether I have just a season of taking this medication or being on it for the rest of my life, um, I'll explore that when I get to it. Mm -hmm. At this point, it's like, this is what's making me feel better. Mm -hmm. Be able to not only function, but have joy that I haven't felt in Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Yeah. And not just joy, because I had joy, you know, even in depressions, but now like just laughter and mm-hmm. happiness and things that even my husband has noticed, man, mm-hmm. I haven't seen you sing the whole car ride like that where you're Aww. making up. <laughs> yeah. I make the boys do musicals in the car <laughs> um, where that has been such a joy and something. Um, yeah. So, but I will say, yeah, the side effects were hard. Mm-hmm. The awful dreams and the awful so then I just talked to my doctor about it that she um and I also didn't feel better so she just upped the dosage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and really once you get through the side effects because that's just a part of it you have your body just needs to adjust and you have to realize okay a month in how many years I've been walking through and struggling with this that's nothing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a month or two months to have it work that's nothing Mm -hmm. for the years of feeling good Mm -hmm. so I can do this yeah yeah keeping more of a long-term view right and a good perspective yeah and and you're right Laura I mean when people are in the depths of depression or in a darker season I mean it just feels easier or safer or Mm. something to pull away and isolate but these are the kinds of things that are huge in helping struggling people re-enter or stay in community which is so crucial and helpful Mm -hmm. So what uh, challenges present themselves when you strive to use tools like therapy or medication um, when you're fighting for joy? Yes, I would say, like, you're just like, how do I even schedule this? How Mm -hmm. do I even prioritize Mm -hmm. going to the doctor? I have to care for all the needs within my family. How do I prioritize going to counseling when I am teaching my children all day and my husband's at work all day or whether I'm at work and then I want to go home to, you know, like other people if, you, mm-hmm. if you're at work all day. But an hour out of your week or every two weeks or once a month, however it looks like, is so important because mm-hmm. the work in the therapy session begins there and then it also is at home. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. And I have to drive about an hour. So it's so nice because I drive an hour there and I get alone time, have an hour and then mm-hmm. drive back. But even just the scheduling was one of the challenges. Like I didn't want 
to schedule mm-hmm. it. I felt mm-hmm. selfish. I felt selfish for spending the money on it. And so those are some challenges. And then also just the stigma. But mm-hmm. I am thankful for places like we've said, like social media, where others are sharing their struggles, yes, their journeys, yes. mm-hmm. um, where I feel like those are the people who have spurred me on and encouraged me and where I am now like proudly wearing my therapy is cool t-shirt and <laughs> I saying I, this is yeah. I see the benefit in it and I have no problem um, sharing that with others because the benefit has mm. has over has outweighed any of the challenges mm-hmm. and that's super encouraging I think for people listening that mm. you know despite the challenges despite the harder aspects of this all um, it might be something worth pursuing and right. um, exploring and just when we are struggling and when we're in the, the depths of, of these darker seasons, um, mm-hmm. trying different things, um, exploring different options, it's worth it. It's so right. worth it then to remain in that dark place. Um, do you have examples? You already shared a little bit with your friends kind of noticing and being like, wow, this is kind of a lore mm-hmm. I didn't know before. Mm-hmm. But um, just how practically has it helped you? Maybe give us a glimpse, a little deeper glimpse into how things look different or better or more joy-filled hmm. now than they did maybe over the winter. So you mentioned kind of the friends. Mm-hmm. What about with your boys? What about in the, in your home, in the community? Mm-hmm. Just alone having energy to do things is mm-hmm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still trying to sort through what's the thing to, that is best to say yes to? What should I cont- not pour too much in? Mm-hmm. I would love to help with anything and everything, but also saying, okay, just because I'm here, I also need to maintain and continue to go to therapy and take medication and say, Andrew and I need date times mm-hmm. and say, we still need community. Like just because you get, yeah. I've gotten to a good place. I can be tempted to overhelp and overdo things, but that's where it's been just such a joy to be able to serve with joy, to be mm-hmm. able to, like I said, sing with the children and be silly and mm-hmm. play. And this year, as I am not only teaching them at home, but also in our homeschool co-op, like the joy that that has been mm-hmm. um, to be able to see the the challenges that my children are facing mm-hmm. and say, and to not despair over them, but to say, oh, here is mm-hmm. where... I get to teach you how you are not only loved by me, but you are loved by God. Mm. And that has been such a joy, even in the struggles that they're having, where I, I mean, some of the things my kids would say to me before the morning really began, Mm -hmm. um, just with thoughts on first families or thoughts on, you know, adoption, Mm -hmm. thoughts on these things that they are struggling with and they're grieving, used to send me into I was done for the day. Mm-hmm. I couldn't carry any more mm-hmm. emotional hurt from them because mm-hmm. I couldn't deal with my own emotional mm-hmm. hurt. Where now, and I still have those times. Hear me in that. There mm-hmm. are still days that are hard. But now it's it's like, oh, I will hold you. Mm-hmm. We will walk through this. But then we will also go out on the trampoline and get sprayed mm-hmm. with water and have a blast doing it or we will run around the house singing and cooking and enjoying this and so that has been mm-hmm. one of the bigger transformations but I think it's been fun to see through friends mm-hmm. um, what they've said and also just goals again I used to be a list maker 
-hmm. And then I just completely stopped because Mm -hmm. it overwhelmed me. And I was just seeing all my failures on a piece Mm -hmm. of page. Mm -hmm. And where now it's like, no, I can dream and I can have goals Mm -hmm. and what I get to. um, Just being led by the spirit throughout the day to say, oh, I just need to stop and play with my children. I don't have to get that painted or cleaned. And but it's also nice to say, this is fun to hang up a gallery wall and this is fun to do this and or, you know, have goals for Mm -hmm. bigger things that I had never thought I could really dream Mm -hmm. again. I love that. And I've seen that too, even as your friend, Laura. I mean, there's been a Mm -hmm. couple conferences coming up and I've got a text from you like, let's go. Let's do it. Come on. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. And that's been really, really fun. Um, So, but I heard you say in there that there's still hard days. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something we should just address too, that as people find tools that are effective and extremely Mm -hmm. helpful, it's not... um, it's not kind of a complete fix, right? I mean, there's right. still we still live in this broken world. There's still going to be hard days. There's still going to be weeks maybe where you're taking two steps forward, but then you have a huge step back. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And what encouragement do you have for people when they think they're making progress and then they're mm-hmm. kind of doubting it and they're like, oh man, it was all this work for nothing. Yes, um, we have this really great CD that sings scripture with my kids and John sixteen thirty three. in this world, mm. we will have trouble. I actually just use that on them when they're like, it's not <laughs> fair. It's not fair. Like, mm-hmm. no, but I have overcome it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have hope in that. We have mm-hmm. peace in that. Um, I have to say today I am sad. Mm-hmm. I can be sad about Mm -hmm. this brokenness Mm -hmm. I can be sad about this Mm -hmm. I can feel this I can tell my husband you know what I need to go help a friend unpack because that's more of a mindless thing than dealing with the hearts of my children who I Mm -hmm. dearly love but I need Mm -hmm. time away so then in the morning I can love on them better or I need help with meal prep hey friend you come over let's prep meals Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. hey I'm having a hard day and actually my harder days have been really hard because I am I have had to fight the fear of going mm-hmm. back to where I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is been so new for me and I just have to verbalize it. So whoever your safe person is in mm-hmm. your in your world, that's what you need to do. You need to tell them, "Today I'm having a hard day." Yeah. And and you will probably feel more thrown off by it. Mm-hmm. I have at least mm-hmm. um than even the other hard days because the other hard days that was kind of my normal. Right, exactly. And this is where oh, my new normal has been way more joy. Mm-hmm. Um, also a lot of focused on how to care well for just the, just the people within my sphere and not everyone. I can't mm-hmm. take care of everyone's mm-hmm. needs, right. um, as much as I'd love to, you know, yeah. um, yeah. realizing wh- who and wh- what we can, what we can do and giving our gifts. So yeah, yes. I would say, no, there'll be hard days, but yeah. we have hope still within mm-hmm. God's word. And we know that this is just this is not our home. Mm-hmm. This is not our home. And there is so much joy in that. And if I didn't know that, I could still easily be in despair, even with depression medication yeah. and therapy. Yeah, that's so good, Laura. That's so good. And just, you're right, having the expectations, there still will be hard days, but the tastes that you're getting, the glimpses you're getting into 
um, into healing and into more hope and mm-hmm. winning this fight for joy. I mean, the more that you can press on and fight that fear that, oh, no, I'm going to fall back into this. Right. But just saying, no, this is a normal part of it all. This is, you know, but I could totally see what you're saying, that it w- the harder days would be harder. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yes. So, okay, there's somebody, you know, if they're listening and they're really resonating with your say- what you're saying and they're, you know, kind of in their head thinking, yes, that's how I feel. Yes, that's what I'm saying to myself at night. Yes, that's a you know, what I'm experiencing, um, you know, if they're thinking maybe um, counseling or medication mm. is an option for me, or maybe I am falling into despair or depression, mm-hmm. um, they're just kind of struggling in some of the ways that you were, um, what would you say, um, what would you say to them um, if they're just kind of wondering, how do I even get started in acknowledging this might be Mm. where I'm at and what do I need to do? What are the first couple steps? First, I would love to be sitting across from you right Mm. now Mm. and look you in the eyes and say, you are seen Mm. by God. Mm. You are not alone in this, no matter how much you feel that way. Mm. And that's exactly what you know, I mm-hmm. needed to hear months mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to struggle. And as you and I were saying earlier, tears are not the enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you realize that there's also something physically going on, mm-hmm. um, then it is okay to just ask questions. It's mm-hmm. okay to find someone you feel comfortable with. Yeah. If you have a safe person now, just say, I need to tell you all of this or to really just begin to pray. I'm going to take a step this way because I really am like, okay, my insurance covers this. And I will tell you, I had to go through so many loopholes mm-hmm. just to get, because I did therapy first before medication okay. and it was really hard. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really hard because insurance was like, well, have you? And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I don't want to do medication first. I want to try this first. Mm-hmm. And, but that was my personal choice too. You guys, mm-hmm. it, you will, everyone's journey will look different. Mm-hmm. Everyone's medical, physical bodies and why we have this or you know, whatever will be different. You know, there, there's diets out there that are supposed to help. There's medication. So really search with what you feel comfortable with, maybe someone you personally know, who you trust, who you say, oh, I like what you've done on your journey. I'm going to try that first. Stick with it for a few months. See see what works for your lifestyle. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when Andrew and I, we, we cut out sugar and gluten and dairy. And, and if that's actually adding more stress to you, mm-hmm. And now we don't do that fully in any way, but, and, and that helped me sleep some, but it really didn't until medication that wasn't. And some people that by doing that or doing certain things, mm-hmm. you know, um, depression has subsided, but if that's going to cause you more stress and it's really not helping in the long run. So see what is best for you and know that you are not alone in this and you are not unseen in this. Mm, that's beautiful. And if we kind of put the shoe on the other foot, Laura, what if, if so, say somebody comes to you and mm-hmm. says, you know, I think I am depressed. I think that um, the things I'm telling myself are mm-hmm. not okay and are dangerous even. Um, would you just, would that be your piece of advice is to say what you just said? I mean, to just kind of say you are seen and known and loved by God and then also by me and right. kind of just... 
And I would say if you feel like you have dangerous dangerous thoughts, absolutely call your doctor tomorrow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just talk. Mm -hmm. There, God has given brilliant people minds to study in school and understand medication. And there's naturalist doctors out there, and I'd been to one of those too, who will put you on supplements. Like Mm -hmm. whichever route you feel most comfortable with, take an action step of some sort tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Whether that's therapy, calling a doctor calling a trusted friend absolutely i would say you can fight this and you don't have to sit in it it will be hard work mm-hmm. and god is with you through it mm-hmm. i don't know if you have the answer to this because it's probably really personal but what are your thoughts on if you see someone who you think is struggling do you should you say something or not like would you have liked a friend to come to you and say Boy, Laura, I think you're in a really dark place. Or is that something that you just, you just, yeah. I mean, what does that look like? If you see a friend that you think, oh, wow, they are isolating themselves. They are, they don't seem to be doing well. Their husband, you know, is saying that, you right. know. What are your thoughts on that? Is that something that should well, be approached or not? Maybe just share this podcast <laughs> first. Mm-hmm. I mean, in it's all honesty, idea. share. And that's where even as this journey has gone on for me, I feel like, oh, maybe I recognize a few people here and there in my life, but I'm just going to share my story with them right now. I had an acquaintance when I was sharing my story of how I'm feeling better on medication. She was like, and she wasn't a close friend by any means, but she was like, I wondered if you were struggling with that. Oh, And I was like, oh yeah. But I mean, here's the truth. In my state of mind where I was and who she was to me, Mm -hmm. if she would have come up to me and said, I think you're depressed, Laura. I would have been like, great, something I think I already know and I don't (laughs) like it and I don't want to be here and I'm trying everything to get out of it and I can't get out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and and that's a normal place to be Mm -hmm. in depression. I don't Mm want to be here. You know, I didn't, I absolutely didn't want to be there. And, um, And Andrew just told me recently, he goes, yeah, sometimes I would think, why doesn't she just be happy? I mm-hmm. didn't understand Laura until now. Mm-hmm. Cause I had another friend reach out to me. Hey, I've heard you've done this. And my husband just doesn't understand. And mm. that makes sense. Like Andrew said, well, it makes sense. Her husband doesn't understand because she doesn't really even get it at this time. Yes. So I would share resources and I would be there in physical ways. If that's how they feel loved mm-hmm. by being in their home with meals, by being there, just like anyone else walking through yeah. anything, right. any other illness, like, hey, if exactly. they've got a broken leg, you're there, you're helping. Yes. And sometimes, especially if our friend had a broken leg and wasn't even trying mm-hmm. or knowing how to do it, we'd really be there. Yeah. We'd be carrying them all the way. Yeah. Now, don't take it all on yourself, though, like, because that's how I've wanted to do with people in my life. You have to have it in a, in the form of community. And that mm-hmm. has to be someone who maybe you are their person. Therefore, then, yeah, really get alongside them. Yeah. Ask some good questions share resources but I probably wouldn't Mm -hmm. just straight on ask unless you have that relationship and I had one friend like I said who said hey Laura I think you should talk to your doctor about this and I was like well it worked for you and it makes sense why Mm -hmm. and only Mm -hmm. one person yeah but I I was just saying oh you know no like yours makes sense mine doesn't yeah which isn't true (laughs) yeah I agree I think that you know if you see some warning signs in a friend and you don't know exactly what to do. I think the best thing is to not give up on them, right. to stay in their life, mm-hmm. um, to continue to um, press into them and not let them pull away. Um, 
and just yeah to be that faithful quiet loving presence yes um see what you can do to serve and love on them and like you said maybe even just a couple friends it needs to be done in community where you can just say i don't know what's going on but let's just keep loving her let's just keep inviting her let's just keep Mm -hmm. including her let's just you know keep reaching out and not giving up yes well, as we close, is there anything that you uh, would just like to share about what you've learned through this process? It could be just something you've learned about depression that you would like people to know, something that you've learned about yourself, maybe something you've learned about God and his sufficiency in all of this. But if there's one or two things that you're kind of just wanting to leave us with that you've learned, um, I would love to hear it. I have been so thankful how God has shown that in my despair and in my depression he was he was the same as he is today Mm. um but i get to experience him in a bigger and more like joy happiness way than i Mm. had in the despair but another huge lesson i would say is that we should share our stories. Mm. Which we should share in our sufferings. We should get over talking about the weather and talk. I mean, not that that's bad, but. No, I'm with you. <laughs> let's just cut to the chase in this yeah. life. It's short. Let's get to the heart issues. Mm-hmm. Um, because now as I've done that more with others, now being on this side of it, because I, I really honestly, here's another thing. I didn't know I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. I, I thought because I had some good days in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it took a long time until, like I said, a, a, a trusted counselor at that time had mm-hmm. to point it out to me. And I was sharing the struggles along the way. Um, but what I realize now is I've shared the struggle, but also the victory is now people are telling me their victories. Mm-hmm. And so many people were stru- had, have struggled with this and have had medication. And I said, what? I didn't mm-hmm. know and tell me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is where I am excited to share my story because yeah. I want no one to be under the illusion of isolation. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. And God's unchanging. And in the season of depression, he's still there. And in this season of joy and happiness, he's still here. Mm. It's beautiful, Laura. Oh, my goodness. So encouraging. Your story is so hope-filled, and I know you're still on the journey. We mm-hmm. all are. Yes. Um, we're all still progressing in our different own hard circumstances mm-hmm. in life, but you're just a beautiful example of fighting for joy, and um, it's very clear that God is your ultimate source of joy, and yes. he has been the mm-hmm. true lifter of your head when your soul is weary. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times I like to say the both and, and he has used these tools that are a part of mm-hmm. his common grace in this broken world to help you and restore you Mm. and he's still at work and for someone who might just be beginning to try to seek help this way um i know you've just provided such hope and help Mm. today as you've shared and like you said there's freedom and there's healing Mm -hmm. in telling our stories it's it's helpful as for us personally as we share and we open up and we're willing to be vulnerable but for the those uh, people who hear our stories you know, things resonate with them. They don't feel so alone. Um, Mm -hmm. And as we share, as we go first, as we open up, um, others can begin to open up and share too. And Mm -hmm. maybe even more importantly, they can gain the courage then to ask for and seek help. So 
thank you, friend. God is using you in some really special ways, and it's an honor to hear your story. I hold it very close to my heart. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you so much for listening today. If you were helped or encouraged by this episode, please share it with others. I would also love for you to find me on social media. You can connect with me and others who are listening on my Fighting for Joy podcast page on either Facebook or Instagram. You can also send me an email at fightingforjoypodcast at gmail.com. Podcasts have been such a lifeline for me in grief and one of the top ways that my soul is recharged and encouraged on a weekly basis. I truly hope that this podcast will do the same for you. Keep fighting for joy.